All right, November 20th, 2020, and we are heading into week 11 of the NFL season. Hard to believe. Uh, great game last night between the Cardinals and Seahawks. Um, I thought the Cardinals were going to be able to pull that out, but they just they just couldn't do it. They couldn't. It's weird. The Seahawks got a lot of pressure on Kyler Murray. It was interesting because the the Seahawks have no pass rush, and the Cardinals have no offensive line. So it was kind of a it was a good matchup. It was a good matchup. It was a good game, but it was uh, kind of a heartbreaking loss for the the Cardinals. Well, you know, Car- L.J. Collier has turned it up the last two games, mm-hmm. who was kind of widely thought of as one of the biggest busts last year in the NFL. And then, um, then you know, they traded for Carlos Dunlap two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, with I the think Bengals, that's what's he has made a big difference on that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, having Jamal Adams come back is also a big deal because – Jamal yeah, Adams plays in the box a lot, and he brings a lot of pressure. Yeah, he really does. So, that, yeah, that, that Seahawks team defense suddenly got a lot better. And, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it went from historically bad. It was a low <laughs> to, bar to, to hurdle. To close to average mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty quickly. I mean, that's a drastic switch. And uh, and with an offense that's already lighting them up all, all over the place, Carlos Hyde looked like a stud mm-hmm. uh, out there. Um so yeah, no, that was that was that was fun to watch. The Seahawks, they got catapulted right back up into contention, in my opinion. Well, I think they kind of. Uh, I think what they did was they that game means the Cardinals are not going to be able to make the playoffs. Is right. basically what it yep. is, <laughs> just because the the Cardinals needed that. So it's t- it, before going into that game, it was tied up six to three. Um, between the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Seahawks. That's a two-game swing for the Seahawks. So now they're up 7-3, Cardinals are down to 6-4. The Rams are still very much in contention, and the Seahawks, their schedule is looking a lot easier. I think they're going to be able to do pretty well in the next couple of games. So I think that's, I think that's pretty much done. Um, you know, they still have to finish things up, but they don't have – I mean, their upcoming games are the Eagles, the, the Giants, the Jets – uh, the Washington football team, they do play the Rams again, so that could be important. And then the 49ers, who at that point are probably I, – I doubt they even play a lot of their starters. The Kittles ske- uh, scheduled to come back or be able to come back week 16. I don't even know why you would do that, though. So, I, I mean, I think they easily win the next four games. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so definitely. And that uh, kind of solidifies that. Yeah. Uh Let's get into the rest of the games this week. So the first one we have is Eagles at Browns. The Eagles are getting three points. The over-under is 47 and a half. Uh, we're pretty similar on this one. We both have the Browns winning, but you have under and I have over. Uh, the main thing about this is, and this just came out this morning, is Miles Garrett is out with COVID this week. Uh, I think That's that makes a huge. huge difference. It does, absolutely, because now – one of the biggest things is Carson Wentz's offensive line is god-awful. Granted, his whole team is pretty god-awful. But now Miles Sanders is going to be able to be a little bit more free to run, and Carson Wentz is going to be a little bit more comfortable in the pocket, which is dangerous for teams because when he has a little bit of time, he's not pressured and doesn't have to throw bad balls. Uh, I, I don't know. I would not bet this game. I think the Eagles, especially getting three points, I think the Eagles could very much win this game. And... I would kind of stay away from it, but that's not what we do. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Browns because they are really good at beating bad teams. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, if I lose this, this game, because uh, Browns are going to win, I still think uh, handily. Uh, I think it's under though. And if I'm wrong, I'm blaming the weatherman because (laughs) as of right now, it says it's a hundred percent chance of rains and cold through the game. Mm -hmm. And if that happens again, I mean, it's coming down to Miles Sanders versus Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Like, uh, and I got my money on the run game of the Browns over the run game of the Eagles. Um, you know, in a, in a cold, rainy game and, and, and win. I mean, we saw the win last week. Uh, the Texans wouldn't even kick a 40-off field goal because they're like, there's no chance. We're going to punt it. <laughs> and I mean, uh, because the wins were just insane. And so, yeah, I don't it, – it limited them, their ability to throw the ball downfield. Um and so I think and now I think the Eagles would be able I think the one advantage they have is Dallas Godert and is Zach Ertz playing? No, Zach Ertz I believe is out for the rest of the no. year. He's definitely not the year? in okay. for this game. 
Um, okay. But Dallas Goddard has not, since he's been back, he's not done a lot. He's not been that productive. No. And to be fair, that Eagles team is just so beat to hell. I, it, yeah. This this year is almost kind of a wash. They're not going to win that division. The Giants are going to do it, and uh, good luck. Yeah, I just I'm I'm really shocked that, and I don't think this is the week for it either. But uh, I I think next week and moving forward, Alshon Jeffrey could change that offense pretty drastically, because Travis Fulgham is already a stud, and he was the only one anyone had to worry about. Now they've got their. Now they've got a tight end that can catch a ball, even though he hasn't the last two weeks. <laughs> uh, but he's shown he has the ability, you know. And, and uh, where I was going out with this game is when it is raining like that, uh, quick dump offs to tight ends can be really effective. True. Um, because you can't throw the ball deep downfield, but you know a five yard pass isn't going to be the wind's not going to jack that up. Yeah. Um, so they do have the potential of quick little passes to Fulgham and Ert and uh, Godert. Goddard. Yeah, you say that. Yeah, uh, yeah to, to open a little bit up for, for Miles Sanders. But I just think Chubb, Chubb and Kareem Hunt are just so good. Um, I, I'm surprised they don't have Hunt play slot receiver more or some kind of like, you know what I mean? Like some way to get him open on the, in the passing game on the outside while Chubb is lined up as the runner. The problem with um, that they, is then you put the ball in Baker Mayfield's hands. And something Stefanski <laughs> has made very clear is that he wants to limit that as much as possible. But yeah, yeah, but my God, if you get the ball out in the open field and to Cream Hunt's hands, I mean that is dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. Yeah, Cream Hunt in space is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, um, let's move on to the next game, which is Falcons at Saints. Falcons are getting four points. The over under is fifty one and a half. Uh, we both have the Saints in this game, although I have over and you have under. Uh, explain that. So. Unless there's a massive amount of pick sixes, um, I think the Saints' defense the last two weeks is playing fantastic. I think uh, Lattimore's been been just eliminating receivers lately. Uh, um, what's their other their other guys back from uh, COVID? Uh, not Humphrey, but they they have they have a second pretty good uh, corner, and they haven't had both corners play together in like almost all season. So they got both of them back, and then their their pass rush is gonna be getting better. Um, so I think the Saints are going to be able to limit the Falcons to like 21 points-ish, somewhere in there. Um, and then I don't see the Saints putting up more than 24. I, I, I just don't, with Jameis Winston, the quarterback. Uh, I think he's going to throw a pick, uh, you know, and like I said, or two. And so as long as it's not a pick six, you know what I mean, I, I think that's going to, it's going to jack up the rhythm of their offense. And I think Kamara is still good for three touchdowns. But uh, I, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, in fact, I hate the four-point spread. I, I really do hate that. Like, I was tempted to go Falcons because I could see the Saints winning by three. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I just I don't think it's going to be as high-scoring a game as people think. Um, yeah, so the other cornerback is Janoris Jenkins, I'm assuming you're talking about? Yes, 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 yeah, yes. And he is back. No, the, that's one thing about the Saints is they were very injured. Uh, at the beginning of this year, Very now <laughs> they are not as much, uh, although Drew Brees is out. And it's going to be interesting. You don't know what this offense is going to be. And a lot of people are saying if James can keep the interceptions down, they're going to be a dangerous team. Well, if my aunt had nuts, she'd that's be my if. uncle. Yeah, so that's all <laughs> yeah. you're, you're saying. That's a lot. It's a big if. So yeah. uh, I, I don't – I don't know what you're going to get. I mean, you're, it's still going to be on the offensive side, the New Orleans Camaras. Uh, and so he's going to be all over yeah. the place. And the, But sure. the Falcons can still play. Granted, now, Calvin Ridley is questionable right now, and I don't know if he'll play. And that does make a big difference because Julio's been beat up. Um, it, it, their, their offense is just it just nicked up this year. It's just really hurting. So yeah. I don't – and that is a good Saints defense that's finally healthy. So I – I do kind of get that, um, but I think the Falcons are going to be able to get some garbage time points. I don't think it'll be close. I think the Saints will okay. will take the lead very quickly, uh, either with Jameis throwing, although I don't see it being that so much as Kamara, but uh, I still think the Saints take this one pretty handily. Yeah, I think actually in a weird way, I think Jameis being there will actually make it a slightly more exciting game. Because I agree. I think he has the ability to throw the ball deep downfield better than Breeze. Now, again. Well, he can just do it, period. He can just throw the ball yeah. deep. 
Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna throw some picks. <laughs> so, uh, so that's why I say exciting and not a better offense, but more exciting offense. I think Michael Thomas will actually benefit from this a little bit. Well, maybe we'll see a uh, a couple deep bombs to Michael Thomas. Uh, and and actually, as a fantasy owner of Kamara, I actually don't like this. I think there's more chance that James wants to throw the ball than hand it off constantly. And not that that's necessarily his decision, uh, but we'll see. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like Sean Payton's going to treat Jameis uh, like a more athletic Baker Mayfield. Uh, keep the ball, you know, keep his his throws limited, but they are going to. I think they're going to have him bomb it uh, about four or five times this game, and we'll see what that ends up being. Uh, Sean Payton's smart enough, smart enough to to scheme guys open to 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 limit the possibility of interceptions. I don't think not that Jameis might not throw one. But much more so than the uh, than Bruce Arians, who's the no risk it, no biscuit kind of attitude, which is fine as long as Jameis is not your guy. So we'll see how that turns out. Awesome. Uh, the next game is the Lions at the Panthers. The Lions are getting two points. The over/under is forty-seven. We both have the Panthers in over on this one. Now Bridgewater will is expected to play, but he is pretty beat up. Um, but on the other side, Deontay Jackson is also beat up, and that's a big deal for the Panthers because that's their that's that's their lockdown corner. That's their guy, mm-hmm. and so and he's on, a, on such a young team. He's also the veteran of that defense. If he's out, <laughs> that makes a big difference because Kenny Kenny G could play in this game, and that makes a big difference because Marvin Marvin Jones produces when Galladay is in and disappears when he's out so that makes a big deal there's a lot of what ifs on this game uh i'm still going to take the panthers and over because i like their coach better uh i like their defense better but it's i don't uh, it's going to be two mediocre teams one on the way down one on the way up playing each other agreed if mccaffrey were in this would be a Mm no-brainer um but but deandre swift is starting to play better and it's actually making that offense a little bit better um and so i get the two-point spread believe it or not especially with jackson maybe out um but they're playing at carolina i just i don't see i, I don't see the, any way the panthers don't win by a field goal at least um so I, I gotta go panthers and i think it will be i think it will be high scoring i don't think the lions are excited i hate the lions yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're excited. They 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 are so bad. It makes me not enjoy football when I watch the Lions play football. I don't know what it is. They're just ugh. it's like they don't care and it shows. It's Matt Patricia because uh, the other like I like Matt Stafford. That is a tough, gritty sure. player. Uh, I like a lot of the other players that are on that team. I just don't like Matt Patricia, and it's too bad you don't like watching them because the Texans play them on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, well, that'll just make Thanksgiving even worse of a holiday. Uh, so, that, <laughs> so that uh, no, it's it's true. It, it's you know what? Tell me, uh, how excited would you be? And I never thought I'd be excited for another player, but how excited would you be if Matt Stafford were traded to any other NFL team? Uh, I mean, that, you, but you could say that about just about any Lions player ever. Cal- how excited would you be <laughs> if Calvin Johnson got traded to any other team? How excited would you be if Barry Sanders got traded to any other team? That's pretty Absolutely. much how it is with but, the Lions always. But but tell me, like, you know, you're right. But, like, like Matt Stafford's so good that you're just like, could you imagine if – how scared would you be if he got traded to the Jacks? That would be frightening because that's the one thing that right? – if they had a guy with a cannon for an arm, they would be terrifying. It, exactly. I mean – how, how scared would you be if he had gotten traded to the Panthers or to the you know, 49ers? Like, there's so many places that he could go where you go. Like, what if the, what if the Vikings found a way to get him? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that dude is such a great player on such a mismanaged, awful organization. Uh, and we're starting to be able to say that about Sean Watson. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah I, I would just I, – I can't imagine how happy I would be to see for that for him to see him get traded to any other team because he's just he's been ruined yeah yeah it's too bad he could have done a lot of great things i mean you've seen he's put up 
he's put up ridiculous numbers with bad offensive lines and just bad teams. It, it, it's too bad. I like Stafford. Uh, but, I mean, but, that guy. I saw that guy dislocate his shoulder, put it back in, <laughs> hide from the medical staff so he could go back in the next play and throw a touchdown, then go out of the game. Like that's yeah. No, he's yeah. He he's unreal. And, but but I mean, how many times? When's the last time you saw? Even when their offense is scoring like crazy and Stafford was doing great and Galladay is in front, when's the last time you saw a team playing the Lions and went, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch that one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, like, oh, they're playing the Lions. I don't want to watch. The, the like, you, Thanksgiving games because there's a lack of options. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one time of year you ever see the Lions play. Yeah. And tell me tell me how often you're still interested in the game at halftime. <laughs> Never. You're like, I'm going to get some more stuff. Mm. Uh, let's move on to a very Lions-esque team. Uh, yep. Patriots at the Texans this week. The Texans are getting two points. The over-under is 48 and a half. We differ on this one. I've got Patriots and under. You've got Texans and under. Yeah, I. Uh, it's not that I think that they're gonna handily win the game at all. I think that the. Uh, I think that it's gonna be a really close game. I think the two points is a really good line. Um, I think the the Pats win by like a point. Uh, I, don't, I actually don't think the Texans win, but I think there's a good chance they could, um, because they're playing in Houston, and I think that. You know, uh, Brandon Cooks, by the way, over the last five games has been one of the most efficient receivers in the NFL. Uh, they had some stats on it the other day. It's really impressive. And uh, he and he and Watson are, are perfectly in sync. And I, I think Fuller, at some point, he's going to have another couple. You know, he's had a touchdown every game until last week. Uh, did he have a touchdown last week? I'll have to look into that. We only had the one. I can't remember who got it. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, he had had, like, a touchdown every week. I think that the Texans' offense is going to be able to spread the ball out and be scarier for the Pats than most teams they've played because um, they played some really bad teams. Uh, and I think our defense just has a little bit of a chip on its shoulder. I think it's going to help that some of our players are out. Jacob Martin's back. Um, I don't know. I, I just have some weird feeling in this game that it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think Damian Harris is going to run for 110 yards mm-hmm. uh, and, and a couple touchdowns on. So you're going to be able to run it down our throats. But for some reason, Watson, if he likes a player and looks up to a player, that's the same thing as a primetime game. And he, like, excels at those. Like, he wants – I hate to say it, but it's almost like he wants to be seen and he wants to make a show. You know what I mean? And, and uh, he loves Cam Newton. So him and Cam Newton just go all the way back to high school um, where, where he looked up to Cam and went to some clinics for Cam and uh, that the Cam hosted and got to know each other. And he said that's been one of his closest friends in the NFL since he got here. And I think he's going to want to put on a show for Cam. I, I just think that, you know, so we'll see. But I, I think it's I think we're going to have one of our better offensive outings this week. So Brady- but probably but probably still lose by a point. So, Brandon Cooks has gotten uh, a touchdown in three of the last four games. Uh, they He got 161 yards and a touchdown, but he had 12 targets. Uh, before that, he had he's had three targets in the three games before that. So, he's definitely, he's definitely looked after, but that's also because the Texans can't run. So, they kind of have to pass. Uh, he, he's doing fine. He ha- I mean, I, he hasn't really played a defense other than when they played Green Bay and he got shut out uh, of the end zone. And he still put up 60 yards, but I feel like a lot of that was garbage time points against Green Bay. They really, in the five games they played before that, they really haven't... I mean, they're not, they're not doing great. They haven't played any great defenses. Uh, and on the Patriots side, the two things they're able to do right now is run the ball and play pretty decent defense. And the two things that the Texans are, their kryptonite is people running the ball against them and playing against good defenses. Because you know they're not going to run it, especially with now Duke Johnson ha, uh, was out of practice this week with an illness. So he, even if he is back, it's some, I mean, depending on what it is, if it was the flu, it's hard to bounce back against. And then I don't know, is David Johnson back? I didn't see him on the injury report, so I'm guessing so. But no, he's no, he's on IR. Is he on IR? Oh, he's a fish IR. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So now your only running back has been sick all week. I, I just don't. 
I, so now it comes down to you kind of hope that Cornell's going to outcoach Belichick. I don't see that happening either. Uh, <laughs> the Texans are just not a good enough organization. Neither are the the Patriots aren't a good team, but neither are the Texans. And I think when you put those two together, the only outlying factor is the coach, and I'm going to take the better coach in that situation. So I'm going to take the Patriots. Sounds good. The next game is the Steelers at the Jags. Steel, uh, Jags are getting 10.5, over-under is 46. Not a big surprise here. We both have the Steelers and under. Um, the, I feel like the Steelers are looking forward to this game because it's their redemption against the Cowboy game. They went into that thinking they were going to walk through them, and they just weren't ready that week. And then in interviews this week with uh, Mike Tomlin, he said, no, we are taking this. This is uh, we, we don't overlook this team because they almost lost to the Cowboys by doing so, and they've got an undefeated record to maintain. So every game is important. I think they come out, and they put up points quick, and I think they get a huge lead, and they stay ahead. And I don't think I'll eat the ten and a half on that one. I, it's a that's the biggest by far spread for the, of the week, and I don't mm-hmm. mind it. I'm still going to eat it. Yeah, no, me too. I think uh, they just have. I really love Chase Claypool. <laughs> like, I can't tell you how much I love watching this guy play football. But more importantly, I love the way that Tommy's using him, like uh, which is all over the field in every type of way. He's using him as a true offensive weapon, and and. Um, I feel like that that second or third, if you will, uh, receiver, which is debatable. <laughs> uh, I would say it's Juju. You know, yeah, I would say Juju might be the third. <laughs> I would say so. I mean, you know he's gone next year. I don't see them re-signing him. Deontay Johnson looks like he's the take-the-top-off guy, and Claypool yep. is the go-up-and-get-it guy. Possession and, receiver, yeah. No, he's – but, I mean, he's throwing the ball. He's running jet sweeps. He's doing all kinds of crazy things. Uh, and uh, they're trying to get him as involved as they can, and it's working. It's It's – it's uh, I just I, to be able to cover their two best receivers and then they can still throw the ball to Juju. <laughs> it's been amazing to watch and and uh, you know the fact that they're all still healthy minus the, the unfortunate Devin Bush injury. Um, but got a decent Mike linebacker out of Avery Williams to come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avery Williamson. So no man, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win handily. I agree with you. I think it's not a revenge game, but it's just a. a, a confidence booster like let's let's go in there and crush him because we know we can and, and like you said we didn't when we should have um it's a so revenge yeah, game against the cowboys statement. yeah it's statement. a different team but it's still a revenge game yeah it is and and so they'll, they'll make a statement i think they'll come out and i mean i could i could see them winning by i could see them getting a 20 point lead and then some 10 points of garbage time by the jag mm-hmm. or, or seven points of garbage time i mean by the jag so yeah i think uh, i think steelers win and they cover for sure but i i still think it'll be under i think it'll be like 30 to 14 or I don't know. Something. Yeah, I do too. I, I also think the Steelers really focus on their run game during this one because while the Jags are, that while they come out planning on being a much better team, they have not do it, been doing well with the run game uh, this season. And I think that's something that you're, they're going to want to work on before they get into playoffs because teams that can't run do not do well in the playoffs. Uh, I think you mm-hmm. might see the Chiefs try to put a more of a focus on that too. Although Lord knows they've tried, they're just not getting anything from it. But, uh, is Minshew playing? No, is it's still no, it's still Luton. Uh, Minshew is going to be out for a little while. Still the Luton, huh? Yeah, still Luton free. So all right. Yeah, it's not going to be a fun game. I'm. Not, I mean, I'll I'll watch Red Zone and catch up on what it's going to be, but it's not going to be interesting. Well, it says that he could return week eleven, which is this week. Yeah. I mean, why? But there's nothing. There's nothing after that. Though. Why? That why like, bring him back against yeah. a? a, a yeah, you're trying. You're almost kind of trying to tank. Uh, yeah. B. It's against the Steelers. That's a mean thing to do to Minshew. And C. <laughs> and C. Keep him healthy because That's if mean. you're gonna have a high draft pick, you might be moving on from Minshew after this. I mean, Luton's Luton's serviceable. I don't feel like it's a huge drop off from Minshew, and I feel like they can probably trade him to someone who thinks they can get something out of him, uh, and they can get more I, draft I, capital. Yeah, I think this is. If I were if I were Minshew, I'd be fighting like hell to play mm-hmm. to show that you're the backup you want to that you want to be there because yeah, Luton has shown that he can be a very serviceable backup, uh, and yeah, if you, if you're gonna draft a quarterback, then you got the quarterback in Luton who's on a rookie four year deal versus paying Minshew, I think next year they'd have to pay him. Yeah, I believe so because he was a yeah. pick. 
Yes, you only get a three-year deal on a, on a later pick. So, yeah, they would have to pay him next year. Uh, you know, not huge money, but bigger money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that I think you're right. I think uh, it'll, be, it'll be good. Agreed. Uh, well, now I, the best game of the week. Yes, Packers at next. the Colts. Packers are getting a point and a half. The over-under is 51. We both have Packers and over on this one, and you've made it your lock. But I would not bet this game if it had been in all my life. Um, there's a lot of things I don't like about it. The Colts have a good defense and they can run the ball, but they're, they're inconsistent about it. Uh, you don't know who the running back with the hot hand is going to be, but they just kind (laughs) of stick with that person and let them roll. And that defense is going to give the Packers fits. I think they're going to be able to sit on Devontae Adams and then, uh, and, and make Aaron Rodgers uncomfortable. They can bring some pressure on that. I they don't. Can. Yeah, go but ahead. Aaron Aaron Jones is healthy, uh, finally, and I think actually he was technically healthy last week. I don't he know. Played. Yeah, he played. He he, he had played. He yeah. had the bulk of the carries, but they still worked in. Uh, Tyler Irvin had a, a carry, Williams. and Jamal Williams had a few as well. Yeah, I think I think you'll be able to see more of Aaron Jones this week. Uh, oh, well, let me rephrase that. I guess a, just slightly even healthier <laughs> Aaron Jones this week. Um, and uh, I think he's going to be a difference maker for them. Uh, I think you'll see. But, like, Aaron Aaron Rodgers is that guy, though, man. He's going to, you know, th- they sit on Devontae Adams, and this is where you're going to see Tanyan have that 28-point fantasy week <laughs> that you that you saw once or twice at the beginning of the season. Cause, uh, and then Aaron Jones going up the middle. But, the yeah, the Colts running game I think will do pretty well against the Packers. Um, but they can't throw on them. Um Michael Pittman had a good week last week, but I think that was kind of a fluke due to the matchup. And I, I just think the Pats know they're playing for the playoffs right now, like really strong. I don't think the Colts have nearly as strong as a desire as a team. Uh, I mean, they're win. playing for the play. I mean, they're they're playing the for it, but they're leading I don't. The I, yeah, they're, they're are they leading? I thought they yeah. were second. No, they're the no. They just beat the Titans last week. Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I still don't. I still don't see it. I don't see them beating the Packers. I don't think they're that good a team. Uh, and especially just you know, with point, well, if I'm getting a point and a half from the Packers, that I'll take it. Take it all day. Yeah. So the only uh, you say the Packers are better than the Colts. The, the only place the Colts are worse is their quarterback. And granted, that's a huge part. <laughs> it's a huge one. <laughs> uh, agreed. That is a huge part. But I feel like, other than that, the Colts are a very complete team. Whereas the Packers, they're very weak up the middle, and they rely heavily on one wide receiver. Now you said you think Tongan's going to get a lot, but he's been he's been injured and was limited in practice uh, yesterday with a bad ankle. Alan Lazard is still he he was in a limited capacity, but I don't see him coming back this. I mean, he had a was an appendectomy. I don't see him coming back this week. Uh, I I think. Aaron Jones will get more get more carries, but that Colts defense is prepared to kind of shut that down. Uh, I I think people are sleeping on this team. I mean, you look at Vegas only gave Packers a point and a half. That tells you what they think. They think the Packers are kind of in a bad division. And the Colts are, I mean, granted, also in a bad division, but they're... They can beat you. They can beat you on the ground, and that's where the Packers are weak. I would bet. I took Packers and over, but I don't feel comfortable about it at all. I, I could definitely see the Colts winning this game. It, it, it could happen. Uh, I, I just don't. Say, Lazard. They said they're going to sprinkle Lazard in. He's only going to play a few snaps, but you know, could be could be key snaps. We'll see. Uh, I just think Jones is going to be a lot better than people think. I think he's. This is the time of year where he starts getting a little bit better. It's going to be raining, so uh, I. I don't know. I well, actually, the, the Colts have a dome. I forget. Are they open air? The Colts are dome. They have a dome. Yeah, they have. A that's dome. where they do okay, the. So uh, that's where they do the combine every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't tuck. I'm glad you picked that as your lock because I would not. Uh, Good boy, you're gonna be you're puckering on that one for most of the game. Next one <laughs> is Bengals at Washington Football Team. Bengals are getting a point and a half. The over-under is 47. Uh, we differ on this one. We both think it's going to be over, but you have the Bengals and I have Washington. Um, Mixon is out. Higgins has been ill all week. 
Washington's defense is going to make Burrow uncomfortable. And when he's having to run around the whole time, I think it's going to that's it's going to wear him out. And I that Bengals defense, that Bengals offensive line can't protect him. And when you've got that front four coming after you, they're going to beat him up. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, I think now with Alex Smith in there, you saw him get a little bit more comfortable at the end of the game last week. Uh, mm-hmm. They've got Gibson and McKissick who are both – they're able to utilize both those guys. McKissick is even able to run out of the, the uh, wide receiver spot. And I think I, I think the Washington's D is going to limit the Bengals' offense, and I think they're still going to be able to score pretty heavily. I mean, they can – Antonio Gibson can run on the Bengals' offense – or defense, and McKissick – and Tyler uh, and McLaurin are going to be able to get points all over the place. I don't, I don't see this being all that close. I think the Washington football team beats them by about ten. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I mean, to me, it's a big deal whether or not I mean, not just a little bit of it. It's an enormous deal whether or not T Higgins plays. Uh, I know he's ill. They said it's not COVID, um, and so you know he's 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 most of the offense uh so if, if he doesn't play then yeah i'm gonna feel really terrible about this but uh i just think this is a really close game i think uh smith is prone to turnovers too i, I really like smith don't get me wrong I'm, I'm hoping for him to do really well but uh um the Bengals just have seemed to be able to hang in there with really good teams all year despite how bad their o-line is and they're getting some players back slightly healthier um I don't know, man. I think uh, I think the Bengals can surprise some people and pull it off. I, I will not. I'll say this is the least comfortable I feel about any bet all week. I think that the Washington absolutely could beat the Bengals. I think the Bengals can be Washington. I, I just think this is really a toss up game, and it's gonna it's gonna really depend greatly on T Higgins' health. So, like you were saying about Alex Smith being prone to turnovers, he ha- he was two games ago. Because it was this, he came in halfway through the game. He hadn't played yeah. in about two years, coming off almost losing his leg, and he had three interceptions. Other than that, Alex Smith has Ooh. always been known as a very conservative. Uh, oh sure, he's not. He's not one that turns the ball over, and I think that's what helps Washington. If you've got a good defense, you can run the ball, and your quarterback doesn't turn the ball over. You can beat a lot of teams. Now. Washington secondary is not the best, but with that front four, it makes that secondary look better, especially against a bad offensive line like the Bengals have. They can definitely run the ball or do a little quick, uh, get McKissick in space and let him get a few yak uh, yards. But and then Alex Smith won't turn it over. I just I think it's a good recipe for the Washington football team. All right, well we'll see about that Sunday. Next game is Titans at Ravens. Titans are getting five and a half. Over-unders, 49 and a half. Uh, we differ again on this one. I have Ravens and over. You have Titans and over. Uh, explain yourself. <laughs> uh, I'm slowly becoming less and less of a believer of the Ravens, and I know it's easy to say because they've just they've had some bad games in a row. Um, but it's appearing like coaches all over the NFL are starting to understand that the capabilities and limits of Lamar Jackson. Um, their receiving core is not good. Um, I really think they should have kept Hayden Hurst. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that was a huge mistake letting him go. Um, I think the Titans are just slowly getting better. A.J. Brown's getting better. Uh, Derrick Henry is going to be able to really put a hurting on the on the Ravens in the run game. Um, and then I, I, I just, you know, the Titans knocked uh, the Ravens out of the playoffs last year, no? Yes, they did. But that was that before, was a very different Titans team. Them. It was. It was very well. It was a very different uh, Titans team, but it was a much better Ravens team. Uh, True. And uh, and and then the key components of the Titans team are still there. I mean, uh, I disagree with still, that greatly. They are not. Yeah. Uh, they lost Jack. No, no. Outside of a tackle. No, but both tackles. They lost Jack Conklin and Taylor Lewan. And you can say, well, the tackles on. That's huge. This is a team that both sides of the ball were all about the trenches. Uh, they don't have a pass rush on the defensive side. And on the offense, offensive side, they lost both their bookend tackles. That's huge, especially when you rely on on a running uh, scheme. 
uh, they don't. The Ravens are going to be able to come after him. Clay's Campbell's he's questionable, but he's expected to return. Uh, as is Jimmy Smith. The biggest part about the Ravens is they've been injured a lot on defense, so their defense hasn't been the same. But they've been a lot better against the run. And then on offense, I agree with you. Losing Hayden Hurst because they used to run a lot of twenty-one sets and have two tight ends out there. Not having that has made a big difference and hurt them greatly. Uh, I still think with Lamar Jackson being comfortable because the Titans, they, that's what that's why they lost to the Bengals. They couldn't get to Burrow, and he picked them apart. And if they're able to let Lamar Jackson get comfortable, I think he's going to be able to pick them off. I don't think they're as bad as everyone says. They're certainly not as good as last year. But I will take I will take the Ravens by a touchdown in this game. Well, don't forget, I know they say they're expected to play, but Marcus Peters and, uh, oh, God, the other one, Humphrey? They're at the corner. Both uh, got very hurt last week and had to come off the field and leg injuries and knee injuries. And uh, I, I think they're going to still be nicked up this game. They were full participants um, in practice this week. Today. Uh, or, or yesterday, I mean, but not Wednesday. They were limited. But um, Either way. I think that uh, I don't know. I think that the Titans are going to surprise people. I I don't want them to, but I think the Titans are going to be really good. And uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. I think this will be one of the better games of the week. Yeah, I think it will be a good game, but I think the Ravens will win by a touchdown. All right. Uh, next game is Cowboys at the Vikings. Cowboys are getting seven points. Over under is forty seven and a half. Uh, I I don't I don't want to bet this game if I don't have to. Uh, the Vikings are much better, but the Cowboys are coming off of a bye. Um, one, I think the Vikings are going to win. We both have the Vikings in over because both uh, Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory have both been out this week with illnesses. That's a lot of your pass rush right there. Mm-hmm. And that's also a lot of your run stopping against Dalvin Cook. Uh, mm-hmm. Now the Cowboys do have Andy Dalton coming back, which is Big because now they're actually he'll he'll actually be able to pass the ball. It's not like the Vikings have a good pass rush, so he'll have a little bit of time to be comfortable. Although uh, Tyler Badass is out, which is <laughs> that that yeah. hurts you because that's he, he granted he's a rookie center, but he's been really good and he's out for like two to three weeks. He's out for a while, so it's i yeah. don't i don't know i honestly just i cannot figure out how this game is going to go i could see it going a lot of ways i think the vikings are a much better team now than they were at the beginning of the year they had to figure some stuff out after a lot of injuries and a lot lost a lot of guys to free agency um i think they have a much better coach i feel like the quarterback is about evens i feel like andy dalton and kirk cousins is pretty much the same guy cousins a little bit more mobile um uh, yeah, I just I, if I didn't have to take this game, I I wouldn't. And I'm going to take Vikings over. So I the since Dak went out, the Cowboys have averaged ten points a game. Ten, and now a game and a half of that was Dalton. So I mean, uh, ooh, man, I don't know. I just don't see how the Cowboys are going to score. I mean, the Vikings aren't like the best defense in the world. Don't get me wrong, but neither of half the other teams they played. Uh, and then Dalvin Cook, with the time of possession, going to the Vikings with him having the ball and just running it down their throats all game, which I think he will. Um, I, I don't see I, – I mean, I think the Vikings are going to win by 17 points. Like, I think it's going to be that big of a difference. I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a reckoning for the Cowboys. Uh, uh, you know, and, and like you said, because of the injuries that are happening, uh, on top of all the other injuries that they had already had, I mean, it's just piling up so huge for the Cowboys this year. Um, I just don't see how they stand a chance against Dalvin Cook, who's been on a roll, um, which, by the way, is our prop bet this week. Uh, I asked you if you think Dalvin Cook will get over or under 140 all-purpose yards. Uh, looks like you took under. Um, I, I think that's – I think – that line is the most nervous I've ever been. I think it's going to be just right at 140. I don't know if it's slightly under or slightly over. Yeah. Um, it's but a, I think it's going it's to be good right around there. It's a good line. Uh, so in the last five games, Dalvin Cook has had 130 yards against the Texans, 65 against Seattle, 163 against Green Bay, 206 against Detroit, and 96 against Chicago. Uh, obviously, the Cowboys are not a good 
Chicago defense. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, yeah. but look, I mean, he only did sixty-five against Seattle, which is a really bad defense. One hundred thirty against the Texans, which is a really bad defense. I feel like the Cowboys. Well, no, they probably don't. I don't know. They might have a better defense, but that's a. It's all in a dumpster fire. But I and mean, is that all purpose or rushing? That is rushing yards. Yeah. So he's also had passing yards every game. True. That's true. Well, he, only, he had, he only, he's had 16 against the Texans. He had 24 against Seattle, 63 again. I mean, it's very boomer bust. 16 against Chicago, it's it's very boomer bust with him. I'm sorry, going over 140. It's boomer bust for Dalvin Cook's level, not for a normal running backs level. And yeah. so I'm going to take the under on this one. Um, I think I could actually see Andy Dalton. He's got a good receiving core. The Vikings don't have a pass rush. I could see this starting to become uh, a bit of a shootout. Okay. So yeah, no, it, it that's very possible. Um, that's very possible. It, I think the Cowboys would have to have to score early, mm-hmm. uh, especially like first first drive. I think they need to get Ceedee Lamb. I think they need to get Amari Cooper going is really key because Gallup and Lamb have proven to be very solid receivers. Uh, if your number one corner is guarding Amari Cooper. Um, but if they can get Cooper going too, that's huge for them. So, you know, of course, all of that can open up the game for Zeke. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, uh, could be, yeah, there's a lot of ways this game could go. Um, and we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, this could, that could be, I don't think that's going to be, I think one way or the other it's going to be an ugly game. I, I, I don't know that that's going to be a fun game to watch, but we'll see. It, it could be. I don't know. I'm in, I'm intrigued by it because uh, I want to see what Dalton looks back with, with him back. Uh, I want to see what the Cowboys look like off of a bye week, uh, and it's an afternoon game, so it's not like it's not like you're competing with a lot of other games. Although the other yeah. afternoon games could be really good. Uh, speaking of which, the next one is the Chiefs at the Raiders, which I think will be the afternoon game. The Raiders yeah. are getting eight points. The over under is fifty seven. I have the Raiders and over. You have the Chiefs and under. Um, I don't like it. I yeah, don't like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a tough one. I actually enjoyed this one. Um, so the last game, the Raiders won forty to thirty-two, which surprised me that you took the under. I couldn't believe you took the under on that one. Uh, but hey, thank you. Uh, the Raiders' entire defense this week is on the COVID tracing, so they haven't been able to practice all week. They'll be able to play as long as everything gets cleared, but they haven't been able to practice. So they've. I mean, you could say, well, at least they're rested. Okay, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I've never been an NFL player, so I don't know how much that affects. But it's gotta, it's, it's gotta throw you off. Uh, this is also very much. This has become a pretty heated rivalry, and uh, the last when the when the Raiders won the last game, they had the bus driver do donuts in the parking lot before. Uh, not donuts, but do a victory lap around the stadium before they left and went back to the hotels, which <laughs> is a very Gruden thing to do. Uh, Gruden and uh, uh, Andy Reid were both coaches under Holgram and Green Bay. Like this is these are guys that know each other. These are both two. The Chiefs are more of a finesse team. The Raiders have become more of a gritty team. I, I can't wait for this game. I this is this is going to be the most fun game of the I, week. It's going to be really good. Yeah, and I, uh, I agree. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, if I'm getting eight points, that's a lot. Uh, I don't. I still think the Chiefs win this game, but if I'm getting eight points, I think I'm. I mean, I'm going to take the Raiders. It, it is a lot. I, I, I'm nervous about it. Where I'm coming from on this for the Chiefs winning by eight it, or more, I should say, is uh, is because of the punishing they got from the Raiders before because of the victory lap. I think uh, I think the Chiefs come into this game hungry. Uh, I think I don't know that they underestimated the Raiders going into the game. I think they had a healthy, probably had a healthy respect for the Raiders, uh, as they should have. I mean, you know, the first time they played them, but I think this time they're really going to be coming in with everything they got. And I think Mahomes is a really strong competitor, and Mahomes and Reed are the type that, I mean, after that victory lap, they're not going to let off the gas. Uh, so uh, I, I am nervous about the uh, under, uh, but I think the Chiefs win by like. By, by, I think they win by 10 points. Uh, and 57 is just so high. <laughs> if it, you know, if it's, if it's 35 to 35 but to the 21. The last one was 72. 
If it, I know, I was just say if it's thirty-five to twenty-one, though, that's under. It. <laughs> that's that, like I could see it being thirty-five twenty-one. I mean, but you're right; it, it could be forty to thirty. We'll see. Um, but either way, I think uh, I think defensive coordinators have some tape on uh, what not to do after that last game, and then uh, I think it'll you know get closer to the mean, get closer to the average, uh, and uh, to, of what they should be. I think the Chiefs win. All right. Uh, next game is Dolphins at the Broncos. The Broncos are getting only three and a half. The over-under is 45. We both have the Dolphins and under on this one, but the fact that the line is three and a half, only three and a half for the Broncos makes me nervous about something. I don't know if they think that two is going to suffer at the high altitude. I don't know if they think the Broncos are going to give too much pressure, which that could be a thing. We, I don't know if we've seen the Dolphins really go up against a, uh, a tough offense recently. I'm trying to think of what the last few offense, or defenses they've played and if two has been able to do well against them. So they played the Chargers and the Cardinals. The Chargers, Cardinals, and the Rams were all games where Tua played. Now, the first one, the Rams, the defense kind of took over and Tua wasn't expected to do much. Uh, and he had kind of a mediocre game. After that, he played very well against the Cardinals, very well against the Chargers. The Broncos have a good defense, but that's about it. And Drew, I feel like this could be similar to the Rams where they don't even need Tua to do that much. I feel like the Dolphins will get at least a pick, uh, if not a pick six against Drew Locke, who doesn't can't really play until the fourth quarter. So I feel, I feel, I should feel really confident about this pick, but I feel like Vegas knows something I don't. Uh, I, I know, it, I know, I know. I mean, there's a regression to the mean for most players, especially rookies. Like, and uh, and you've got a rookie, and then you've got kind of a rookie in line. Not really, a sophomore, I guess. Um, but uh, the Dolphins' defense, yeah, they're going to smother him. I mean, um, I'm 45 is a low point total, and I'm very confident in the under. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I see Tua being I mean he's still a rookie I don't see him putting up more than three touchdowns you know I just don't see the Broncos putting up more than 10 14 points um, so yeah I mean I think uh, I think the Dolphins win this pretty handily but it's still well under the 45 point total um, I don't yeah, see how the Broncos I, score honestly I don't I the Dolphins defense is a top I, five yeah, defense. I, agree. I don't know where the Broncos yeah. are going to get points from they can't run the ball Drew Locke turns it over a lot. He's going to give the 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 Dolphins defense is going to give the Dolphins offense good field position. I just don't know. Pick where... six. Yeah. Pick six is the only chance for for scoring for the Broncos probably, which is possible with a rookie quarterback. But uh, but yeah, I think we're both pretty yeah. set on Dolphins and under. But before we move on to the next game, just want to tell you there's been a little breaking news alert. Okay. Uh, Taysom Hill will be the starting quarterback for the Saints game. Wow, that Not is huge news. Yeah, that is a big – I mean, you and I both based our whole, like, system on how we're, on what's going to happen. Based yeah. On Winston's deep ball ability. And uh, Taysom Hill is our running quarterback uh, who you know, runs first pass second. So that could be a very different game than I thought. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how that – I think I, your under is starting to look – pretty appetizing yeah right and it says that it's <laughs> and it says that uh he received all of this of the snaps in practice this week so That's it's not that it's not that they're gonna have him be the starter but then two plays that later put in Jameis winston you yeah know? Uh, it doesn't sound like that it could be this is sean payton it could be but it doesn't sound that way um so yeah sorry i just want to interrupt with that no that's, that's worth it news. oh wow that's interesting yeah i don't yeah. know how to feel about that uh, I feel. I mean, the Falcons' defense is not great, and now they have to play against a quarterback that they don't really have much tape on. So that could be interesting. Boy, that is a Agreed. lot. Of, because yeah. it kind of like it's very interesting for the Saints too, in my opinion, because Taysom Hill's a free agent at the end of this year, and he has said, under no doubt whatsoever, I want to be a quarterback. Yeah. I don't want to be a tight end. I don't want to be a gadget player. I want to be a quarterback. Yeah. And you've already got Winston. Right, and you're probably going to draft someone. So who do you are you going to pay Taysom Hill also? He's thirty. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. And he's like, you know, this is my time. Breeze is hurt. 
I want to play freaking quarterback. Let me play quarterback. Let me let me at least put some tape out there. I want to play quarterback too, but no one's no one's at, no one's letting me. No, but yeah, yeah. But he's like, I've I've done everything you've asked. You know, I've been your True. gadget guy. Like I want I want to play quarterback, and get some tape out there before I'm a free agent. But at the same time, the Saints are like, dude, we're in the hunt. Like we're we can't lose a game. Like we got to put the best player out there, and to put Hill over Winston is just shock. It's surprising to me. Yeah, because you because you got to play to win. So uh, you know if 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 you were if it was three and six right now, then the Saints should put Taysom Hill in and see what they've got in him before they let him go as a free agent. Yeah, but they're I mean, fighting they know for they a divisional spot. Yeah, I mean you know what you have him as a gadget player. Yeah, but you need to see what you have him as a as a starting quarterback. And so, but not if you're not if you're six and three. Six and three, you got to play to win. Yeah, that is so interesting. Is very surprising. I can't yeah. wait for that game now. That's probably going to be the that. Oh man, I, I want to see a whole game of Taysom Hill. Yeah. I'm excited about it. You know what? This works out nicely because a lot of the morning games, I'm not too concerned. Well, do the Packers Colts play in the morning? I think they're. In the you got to spy him all game. That just makes Kamara even more dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like that is wild. That's. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I mean, so now, oh well, actually, there's a few good games. I want to see Titans Ravens. I want to see Falcons Saints a lot more now. Um, and then in the afternoon, you know, I, I kind of, I don't want. I want to watch Bengals Washington. I think that could be good. And then in the afternoon, yeah, yeah. Packers Colts, Cowboys Vikings, Chiefs Raiders. Oh, Chiefs Raiders. We have two. Uh, that's the night game. Dolphins Broncos is the other afternoon game, which could be intriguing. But I'm leaning to, more towards the others. Hmm. Very interesting. <laughs> I know. I know. This is gonna be, this is gonna be some interesting football games this week. Yeah. That. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm really not necessarily good, but interesting. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I mean, Bengals Washington is a perfect example. Not good, but I'm kind of interested in who can pull that one off. Yeah. Uh, Packers Colts is gonna be good. Uh, yeah. There's there's a few. I mean, Lions Panthers will be close, but I don't think it'll be good. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs Raiders, so, I yeah. think, will be a lot of fun. That'll be fun, but I don't think it'll be. I, th- I have a feeling whoever wins, there's going to be a big lead. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. But, you know, you're never out of it with Mahomes. So, yeah, no, this is going to be this fun. You know what? I really want to see Jets Chargers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all the kids are clamoring for Jets at Chargers. So, Jets at the Chargers. Jets are getting nine and a half. Over under is 46 and a half. And uh, I have Chargers and under. You have Chargers and over. I don't see the, char- the Jets getting a lot of points on this. Uh, I see the Chargers getting up quick and then just using Balazs to kind of run out the clock. This is actually my lock of the week because uh, I'll swallow, I will swallow 10 points from the Jets because I think the Chargers will be able to put up play. I just, the, where are you getting points from, from the Jets? I don't, they don't scare me. Yeah, I mean, you got Crowder and D Ford. I'm D Ford. <laughs> Crowder and Denzel Mims. What? <laughs> D Ford, all of our receivers. Just, they're exactly the same. Uh, but uh, the one thing that's kind of funny is this is the Kevin Balage, uh revenge game yep. against Adam Gase and the Jets, and and uh, against Adam Gase. Yeah, because he was with them with the Dolphins he, too. Oh my God! So this has been a really funny thing for me to watch. I don't know if you've seen any of this, but uh, Balage is a big redditor. He gets on Reddit quite often and okay. talks to fans and everybody. And uh, somebody started uh, somebody started a, a thread about uh, for the Jets. I think when they when they did they release or trade trade him. I think they traded him to the Chargers. Yeah. For for like a late pick, and uh, I think and uh, anyway they got rid of him. They're like so long like. Dude who's never done anything, like, oh, fear him. He's a charger now, uh, laughing about it. And he's like, what? Malaga? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's in blue, verified, Caleb Malage. And everyone starts laughing at the writers. And, and, he, and so people started playing with him in the uh, in the NFL forums. So <laughs> just like, uh, can Malage do anything? Or is he a bust now? <laughs> like, like, all these, like, hilarious things, trying to bait him into, into yelling at him on there. And, uh, and, and anyways, and, and now over the last, like, three weeks as a charger, uh, actually getting starting time, you know, with them, he's killing it. He's yeah. killing it without Adam Gase destroying his his running game, and and uh, and everyone on Reddit's like, oh my God, he's our homegrown superhero. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's one of us, and he's playing. This. So he's like a he's like a mascot of Reddit now on the NFL forums. This is Balage. So uh, yeah, this will be his big revenge game to go back to Gase and go. All right, I'm gonna I, run for 128 yards. <laughs> I scooped up Balage, and I'm playing him this week, and so. Uh-huh. 
It's a good play. Uh, yeah, he's I think gonna, he'll. He's gonna kill it. Yeah, I'm like I'm starting him over Zeke. I think he's gonna have a good game. Uh, smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But smart. other than that, it's gonna be a pretty boring game. Uh, and then oh. on to the Monday night game: Rams at the Bucks. Rams are getting four points. Over under is forty eight and a half. Um, we both have Bucks. I, I have Bucks and under. You have Bucks and over. I feel very not confident about this. Uh, Bucks are very <laughs> inconsistent team. They came back last week with a big win because they got embarrassed the week before. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the big things is Ali Marpet looks like he could be out for the Bucks, which means Ooh, who's blocking Sam Darnold? Or, or not Sam Darnold, Aaron Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> people, people don't know if they've got a pass uh, ability. That Sam guy Darnold, <laughs> quarterback, man, pass rusher, top notch. Uh, but Darnold could go off because their interior their interior is already not great. And with Marpet possibly being out, that makes a big difference. And Brady does very poorly when uh, he's pressured up the middle. Uh, I hemmed and hawed about this for a while. The Rams are getting four points and they're over-under. And the Rams tend to lose to teams they shouldn't and beat teams they shouldn't. I know. They're so confusing. There's God, I don't know. I don't know which Rams team is going to show up, and I don't know which yeah, Bucks team is exactly. going to show up. Yeah, it, it is. It this is by far this this is probably the worst game of the week to bet on. It's I would say the this most schizophrenic the game. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, two 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 schizo teams playing each other, and I mean you got Antonio Brown. La- okay, so last week from the Bucks, and you're right, they're coming back off an embarrassment, so they had a little hunger in them, right? But also, it was the most even division of uh, of targets for their offense they've ever had. I think I think Godwin, Evans, and Antonio Brown each had six or seven catches mm-hmm. uh, with about seventy yards apiece. Yeah, <laughs> and like two of them had a touchdown. Like and Gronk got involved, and you know, and, and Ronald Jones played fairly well. And uh, they're just finally like a truly even offense. And I mean, my God, the thing is, yeah, you put Jalen. First of all, who's Jalen Ramsey covering? Is he covering Mike Evans or Chris Godwin? I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. And either way, he, whichever one he covers, you've got the the other of Godwin and Evans and Antonio Brown on the field. <laughs> so there's some slot corner going up against Antonio Brown all game. Like that's, yeah, but you know what? The, yeah. the Troy Hill has been a pretty good corner for him as well uh, across from Jalen. Like Jalen Ramsey's getting all the things, but Troy Hill's been playing well. I know still – the matchups is but you're, Still, you're fo- like- so you're focusing on the secondary here's the thing both these de- both these quarterbacks are statues that like to stand in the pocket and yep. when they're comfortable yep. they do very well um the bucks possibly out with ali marpet and having to go up against aaron donald and on the ram side they lost andrew whitworth for the year the starting left tackle and the bucks have a lot of good pass rushers and todd bull has been putting up a lot of insane exotic blitzes blitzes uh, which are going to throw them off. I, I don't want anything to do with this game. I want to watch it, but I don't want anything to do with it betting-wise. Uh, being is that we have to, I'm going to swallow the four points and uh, take the bucks because the Rams are also having to travel from west to east, which always, yep. that from California to Florida, that's a that's a big time zone dif- difference. And then you play a night game, I feel like a little, you're going to be kind of thrown off. So I'm going to stick with the bucks on this one. Yeah, no, I I think that's I think the Bucks are going to take them. I think uh, I think there's just matchups all over the field that are too scary. You're right, Tom Brady's going to have to throw quickly, I think, um, and they'll probably have to use Ronald Jones as like a chip blocker half the time, <laughs> or just or just act like he's in motion and stop him in the middle, and then just be an additional blocker on him. I, I don't know how they do it. Um, well, that's the thing. You might but, see more Fournette uh, this game because they sure. need someone to pass block. Yeah, no, absolutely. Might see more Fournette. And then uh, the other thing is Brady's always been a master of, uh, all right, you want to rush the passer constantly? Then I'm going to I'm gonna pick you apart with my tight ends. And guess what? He's got better tight ends than he's ever had in his career. Yeah. Uh, you know, depth-wise. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I'll say. Gronk's not his prime. Gronk but, but and Aaron, got, Aaron Hernandez early on were pretty – that might be top, That's true. Notch. That's true. But, man, camera Brady's really good. By the way, O.J. Howard, is he on IR for the year? Yeah, I believe he's out for the year. Oh, okay, okay. But still, I mean, look at that. Look at look at the glut of tight ends that Cameron Brates, their backup still. Yeah, and then the, the <laughs> receiving core in general because Godwin and 
haven't. Yeah. Granted, they were hurt a lot of this year, so they didn't perform their well, so they went and got Antonio Brown, although he may be on borrowed time because it looks like yeah. he had another issue come up, so he might be kicked off again. You know, if he – yeah. And if, if somehow he's able to stay and somehow he's able to get himself just, enough, just to the point where he's <laughs> – there's no danger of him being kicked off again. By the end of the season, it, it's it's really may prove to be a great signing for him only for giving them leverage because Chris Godwin's a free agent. And if they can have the leverage of, you know what, we've got Evans, Antonio Brown, and an amazing uh, tight end groom. We can draft a draft another receiver, you know, or you can play on a probably Super Bowl winning team, <laughs> a possibly Super Bowl winning team. Uh, and be back in the hunt if you re-sign for cheaper. So uh, Tony Brown could give him some leverage to get a little bit better price out of Godwin if he can just, you know, stop raping. Yeah. Well, this one was he <laughs> threw a bike at a security guard. Um, oh, okay. And also, well, I know, also, you know, I'm the exact opposite of Antonio Brown. I don't have ni- anywhere near the athletic capability, but I, I don't get in trouble. Yeah, I know. I have no I know. police why, record. Why and why is he the rich one? That shows how it's jacked up. Because <laughs> he's the athletic one. Yeah. People <laughs> are going to hire you a lot more if you're an athletic guy in football than uh, if you just don't get in trouble. So uh, <laughs> that wraps it up for this week. We will come back on Monday to see how we did. And uh, I'm excited for this week of football. I think there's going to be a lot yeah. of, even if they're not good games, they should be fun games. No, yeah, these are going to be some good. Uh, yeah, these are going to be very interesting to watch. The Red Zone channel is going to be a blast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, we'll see you there. See you then.